Good morning and welcome to another AGIF podcast. Uh, this morning gives me great pleasure to have Peter Downey, the General Manager and Director of Golf at Clearwater Bay Country Club, joining us this morning. Good morning, Peter. Eric, good morning. Great, Peter. Uh, it's a real pleasure to have you on. Now, I, you're a legend in the industry, but for those of you who don't uh, might not know your background, can you give us a little bit of a snapshot of your career in golf? Yeah, sure. Uh, Eric, as you know, I'm a PG professional to trade. Uh, started my career in Scotland, a uh, place called Gullen, which is next to Muirfield. I did a PG apprenticeship there for four years. Then I moved to the Cayman Islands in the West Indies, where I got my first head professional's job, worked for a Hyatt Corporation, and went through hotel management there. Uh, spent seven years in the Cayman Islands. From there, I went in 1992 to a golf resort that was opening. I went there pre-opening at the Dubai Creek Golf and Yacht Club. Uh, I was there for 10 years. Um, mm. I was the uh, director of golf, then the general manager, stayed there for 10 years. And after that, I came to Hong Kong, Clearwater Bay, for five years, where we, we did a rebuild on the Clearwater Bay Golf Club in 2002, put in a, the first desalination uh, system uh, through reverse osmosis for the purpose of irrigation for the golf course. Spent five years there. Then I went to Sentosa Island in uh, Singapore, become the GM at the Sentosa Golf Club, where we rebuilt the Serapong Golf Club, home of the Singapore Open. We did six rounds of the Singapore Open there, two HSBC Ladies' Champions Tour, and I spent a lovely seven years there, up until I came back as the GM at Clearwater Bay, where I am today, and I've been here happily for six years. Wow, that's fantastic. It's a, a long and illustrious career. Um, can you... Um, can you give us an idea of the, the facilities and the ownership and the membership composition of your club? Yeah, here at Clearwater Bay, we have, uh, it's three clubs within one club. It's a, a golf club, a marina, and a country club. Uh, the club is owned by the members. It's, uh, they buy a debenture. Uh, golf club debenture individual is five million uh, Hong Kong. Marina is a million dollars, and country club is a million dollars. Uh, obviously on Marina you pay for footage of your boat on top of that and heat, light and power, uh, fiber optic, uh, fire safety services per foot. Then we have a company membership at about uh, 8 million Hong Kong. Uh, and these, these memberships, we have 1,100 country club members, wow. 1,200 golf club members, wow. and 300 Marina members. Out of the 1,200 golf club members, though, there's about 600 that are active. Uh, obviously, at this time, in, with COVID going on, it's uh, we are 100% occupancy. It's, it's very, very, very busy. So, uh, and and the country club is busy as well. And and, and thankfully, we're we're basically all reopened again, uh, apart from uh, uh, some facilities that we'll go into detail later. You have you also you have an eighteen hole course and you also have a, a, a an artificial turf course as well. Yeah, we we built a six hole academy course. The holes yeah. vary from a hundred to one hundred and fifty yards. That is uh, done in synthetic by Southwest Greens. 
they did an amazing job on it and um, a great way for kids and beginners to get on a golf course and not have that huge jump from the driving range to a full-length golf course. These people go straight out on the academy and learn golf on the academy. And as I say, we have six holes, 18 different sets of tees, so they can play 18 different holes. Uh, it takes about 40 minutes to play six holes. It's great fun. Fantastic. Well, it really is a spectacular facility. I had a great pleasure of uh, visiting you here. Um, so in, in Hong Kong, what's the current situation with COVID-19? Current situation is um, food and beverage is open. We can have up to eight packs per table, obviously a metre and a half apart. Uh, members and their guests must wear facial masks uh, when not eating. Um, everybody that comes to the club has to go through a security checkpoint and declaration. They must declare that they've not been out of Hong Kong in the last 14 days or any family member has not been outside 14 days. Then they get to the club and they have to go through a sanitation uh, with their hands, uh, wear masks, uh, and uh, and the, for most of the time, uh, we've been able to accommodate everybody that we've wanted to, even downsizing to eight people per table. We do have three restaurants, and they're pretty big. Uh, Ocean View Chinese restaurants, 260 packs. Horizons is 200. Uh, Oasis is about 200 as well. And we're running about 75% occupancy in all of them because of the uh, we're trying to keep the tables apart but we can as I said before eight per table is not too bad all the spa facilities are open golf courses open swimming pools open the only thing that's not open is the soccer pitch uh, and the basketball court any team events are not open huh. well so you're um, you're full up now everybody's returned to the facility a high yeah. demand time Yep. And I can I can imagine that they're going to stay here for the summer. It's going to be a lot of uh, staycation. <laughs> yeah. So you were you were closed essentially. The golf course was closed uh, for forty days as well. Uh, were you able to do any? You were you were fully staffed, and you were able to do some special uh, turf grass management practices on the course during that time. Yeah, we have two hundred seventy eight staff, and I'm glad to say that we did not lay off one person. Uh, oh. We asked all the staff members to do one thing, and that was to take one extra day off a week uh, since January. So we battened down the hatches in January, and we've we've saved a lot of money, uh, and we've accrued a lot of leave. We've accrued 270 days a week since January. So the staff have really helped. As far as the turf grass, I mean, when you're closed for 40 days, uh, my superintendent, Chris Chase was salivating when I told him, <laughs> what can we do? And he's like, what can we not do? So it was, it, it, it was a great opportunity to renew cart paths, put in new uh, eco-bunkers that we wanted to do. That's that riveted face. Uh, we put in two new eco-bunkers that will probably now go ahead and do all 60. Uh, we cored the fairways with five-eighths times. And this is something that's never been done at Clearwater Bay before. We cored every fairway, five-eighths time and filled with silica sand, uh, cored all the greens three times, sur surrounds three times, uh, and approaches three times. 
And to core the fairways with five eights time is just unheard of. And, uh, you know, it rained the last two days and we didn't see one puddling on any fairway. And two days ago, we had 100 millimetres of rain. 100 mil. And uh, there was not one bit of puddling. So it's been it's been fantastic. And uh, the fairways look like carpets. I mean, beautiful. Uh, Chris and his team, the, the maintenance staff, have done a great job. I had golf pros driving uh triple x's and uh gang wars so they enjoy it as well they get they get to see another part of the golf industry that they they, they appreciate a little bit better now um what it takes to set up a golf course in the morning fantastic i mean you must have some i've seen some photos at your reopening and i've heard some feedback you must have some very happy members yeah they're they're, they're all very very happy and they're coming in their droves they're just uh, we don't allow any guests just now because we're running 100% occupancy with just members because members can't leave the country. Our members travel a lot, but obviously they're in lockdown until probably August. Um, but they're very happy with uh, how our maintenance staff and what they did, uh, especially with, you know, we leveled a lot of tees, things that you can't do, new cart paths, um all the coring on the tees, fairways, greens, and approaches was 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 fantastic. Fantastic. And so, outside of the golf course, during your forty days, you uh, during at the country club and the clubhouse, you also had to you also had to modify your procedures. Yes, uh, exactly the same. The, we went mm. from uh, a shift, two shifts from. We normally run two shifts, six till ten. And because it was only food and beverage that was open, we we ran a shift from eight in the morning till four. And what that allowed us to do was serve breakfast to members. They could come in for breakfast. They could come in for lunch. Uh, and they walked around the facilities. I mean, our facilities, it's you can walk just on the roads around our facilities and it's five kilometers. And that's, <laughs> and that's without going on the golf course. The golf course is another 10, but you can walk uh from the main gate to the country club, to the marina, up to the golf club and back, and it's about five clicks. Click. So a lot of people were coming in, breakfast, walking around the facility, uh, and realised how big the facility actually was. And we've, we, we, it gave us time to do other things at the country club. We gutted a rest, a two hundred seater restaurant. We, uh, we were already in the midst of uh, renewing the whole of our marina floating dock. And that gave us a, a better opportunity to move boats around, um, uh, uh, obviously, because the occupancy was a lot less. But uh, we've done a lot of painting, uh, deep cleaning of the country club and of the marina and the golf club. But um, things that you just can't get done normally when people are around. Well, that's great. I, I think uh, a lot of the general managers around the region would be envious that you had the opportunity to do all this stuff during the, the during the shutdown. Um, you know, Peter, you've been you've been in in the industry for a long time, in, in both globally and in Asia. Do you have any thoughts about the long term impact, uh, and any other thoughts that you might have about uh, you know what what the future holds? Well, it's definitely going to change. It's not as as normal and. Uh... We're probably lucky that we're a private members club and because the members are not going to be able to, you know, I've spoken to a few and, and mostly everybody will not travel until mm. the uh, quarantine is lifted from Hong Kong when you come back. And I can't see that, Eric, until September or October. 
Now, yeah. you could probably say maybe August you will get out to China. They'll let us travel to China, Macau, uh, maybe Taiwan. But as far as Singapore, Thailand, it, it, that's not on the radar. And things are going to have to change. Uh, obviously, we, we're putting together for this summer a lot of staycation things for our members. Uh, golf camps, tennis camps, soccer camps for kids. Uh, but I feel for these people that are pay and play, especially in Thailand, uh, fantastic facilities. Um, you know, the banyans of the world, the, the black mountains that, that really, uh, really, really need 80% of their occupancy is, is pay as you play. And, and unless the, the tourism uh, opens up, they're going to have to depend on locals. Uh, now, how they uh, diversify to that, they've got a, I'm sure they've got masses, uh, a database on, on what their local uh, spend is, but um, it's going to be tough on the pay-and-play golf courses, definitely. And, and even in Scotland, you know, they've just lost all the the tourists that come from all over the world to Scotland from, you know, May to September. Uh, you go online now, you, you know, uh, I was looking, you, you couldn't get a, uh, a tea time for 18 months out on St Andrews or King's Barnes. Now you can roll up and, um, <laughs> and you'll be able to get on. I, I was pleased to see Scotland opened up this week, but... Uh, uh, I mean, golf. We need to. We need to prove to the government. We need to prove to all governments that mm. golf is good. You know, four people. Okay, you don't need golf carts. Everybody should walk anyway. If you walk down a fairway, what are the chances of four people hitting the fairway? Very unlikely. Especially if it's you and me, Eric. You know. <laughs> but you know, golf is a safe thing, and and most people that play golf, you know, they're all like-minded and and they're good. Um, citizens when it uh, comes to thinking what's practical we need to show to the government so because this is going to come back it, without a doubt it's not if it's going to come back it's when it's going to come back so when it does come back and we're shut down again maybe the governments will say okay you know golf did a great job when they reopened golf did a great job when they reopened let's just keep them open because people need exercise people get out on the golf course you don't need to go in the golf clubhouse, but keep the golf courses open. You know, we, you go into the bunkers, we have uh, lift clean in place available in our bunkers, no rakes. Um, we've got foam in the cups. You're not allowed to touch the pin. The ball will go into the cup just an inch under. But apart from that, it's, it's rules as normal. But um, we, need to, we need to definitely think and prove to governments around the world that golf is a safe, and a good place for people to be. Yeah, I mean, that's a recurrent theme uh, when we talk to the industry, and I'm sure you're speaking with your peers at the PGA of GBN Ireland, that golf does have an opportunity at the moment to become viewed as a safe haven, properly managed, and a social distance <laughs> game, um, and uh, provide that proof to governments uh, on not only the safety but the economic benefits. You have a lot of to and fro. I know you're a very active member of the PGA of GB in Ireland. Do you have is that community proving to be very uh, helpful in exchanging information during this time? Yeah, Robert Maxwell. He sends out two uh, uh, 
our, our, our CEO, he sends out two emails every week. It keeps everybody abreast of what is happening. Uh, very, very uh, updated. And uh, especially this past week with Scotland, England being open and Scotland and Ireland and Wales not being open. But uh, and, and asking for ideas, asking for best practices. You know, we, we all don't know the, the right answers, but if we can all share be best practices uh, within the industry, and I hope, you know, AGIF uh, Asia can do this, um, and, and we can show, we have an opportunity to show the government that when we shut down again, don't shut golf down. Golf's okay. You know, you'll yeah. allow people to walk on the golf course, but you're not allowed them to play golf. There's more. <laughs> if you're walking four people around a golf course with their dog, they're closer than four golfers. <laughs> yep, that's not. Well, you know, uh, we're thank you for your support at the AGIF with uh, with experts such as yourself helping us and, and contributing your your expertise and knowledge in forums like this is, is part of our brief, and we, we 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 thank you very much for your time. You before uh, we we're taking away from a busy complex at the moment, but before we sign off, do we have any final thoughts that you'd like to share? I think I, I, I think we just need to uh, understand and learn from this. We, as you said before, Eric, things are going to change, and the world will never be the same again. Mm. Uh, whether we whether we close down it to this magnitude again, uh, I don't think I, I don't think that'll happen again. I just don't think. Um, You've got to be a bit pragmatic about this. It's we cannot, we can't, we have to be safe, but you can't let the world collapse as well. Um, and we just have to think out of the box of how we do business in the future. But in the interim, we definitely have to take pictures of everything that we've done, and we've got a pictorial here at Clearwater Bay of everything that we've done in safety's wise that we can go back to the government and show them, okay, when mm. we were in COVID-19, this is what we did. And we did X, Y, Z. These are now standard operating procedures that are, if this returns tomorrow, we can set up um, quarantine areas. We can set, you know, we, we've got areas set up. If somebody turns up at our gate and they've got uh, the temperature over 30, 37.8 degrees we've got an area that they can go in holding until somebody can come and pick them up or if, if they've got to leave but um, we have to show the government we can't just tell them we did these things we have to prove mm. to them that we did this uh, so there's a lot to come and uh, learn from where we are and I, I would just say to everybody and maybe through uh, you know AGIF Everybody can send in their best practices of what they've done. Uh, and, and we can all learn from each other. I'm sure uh, I can learn a lot from uh, a lot smaller clubs than Clearwater Bay that have come up with great ingenuity and great thought because it, it's different. It, it's totally different every place. But uh, I think we need to share best, best practices uh, especially when it comes to COVID-19, so we can prove to the governments and they don't shut us down. There's no need to shut down. I can understand not allowing people into clubhouses and using showers, 
uh, things like that. But there's no reason you can't walk around a golf course with four golfers. Agreed. Agreed. I think we are all on anybody who's listening to this is, is completely in agreement. You're preaching to the choir. But, yeah, I, you know, the sharing of information is a key factor going forward. And uh, on our website at AGIF, we have a COVID-19 resource page, which provides some information. Uh, and uh, anybody listening out there can provide uh, information and refer to it. But, Peter, um, really, really appreciate your time and your expertise sharing with us today. Really, really grateful for your time, Peter. Not at all, Eric. I'm going to start off. I'm going to uh, go to my comms and I'm going to get them to put every pictorial we've got of our COVID-19. I'll send it across to AGIF so we, okay. can, start, we can start this best practices. Fantastic. So thank you, Peter. And as I say to all my interviewees, I hope I see you sooner than later. Uh, but in the meantime, stay well and stay safe. Thank you very much. Thanks, Eric. Bye. Bye-bye. Is you 